2: Fan.
3: And I welcome you today to CSE Talk Radio. It's my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you today. As I said yesterday, we're going to start each prayer day this week with just a little section out of Psalms 37. We're going to go through 10 and 11 today as we lean on the Lord with His Word and find hope in uh, His Word and His promises. For such a time as this, Father, your Word says... A little while, and the wicked will be no more. Though you look for them, they will not be found. But the meek will inherit the land and enjoy peace and prosperity. The wicked plot against the righteous and gnash their teeth at them. But the Lord laughs at the wicked, for he knows their day is coming. The wicked draw the sword and bend the bow to bring down the poor and needy, to slay those whose ways are upright. But their swords will pierce their own hearts and their bows will be broken better the little that the righteous have than the wealth of many wicked for the power of the wicked will be broken but the lord upholds the righteous most gracious heavenly father we stand on your word and your promises and father the life of david and the ups and downs that he experienced and yet he was a man after your own heart Father, we ask for forgiveness. As a people, we know we have failed thee. As an individual, I know that I fail you every day. And Father, I just pray that you will give us strength, wisdom, and courage to press forward to be your righteous children. I pray of the protection over those who are being persecuted, for Donald Trump, for those in prison, in January 6th, and others who are being persecuted, Father, unjustly. I pray that your blessings will be upon them. It is for such a time as this that I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. We, the people of the United States of America, In order to restore and repair our perfect union, establish justice, ensure domestic tranquility, provide for the common defense, promote the general welfare, and secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity. Do at this time reclaim our authority over the elected officials and demand the abolishment of bureaucratic departments. I have begun. Remember I talked about we need to have a petition. A petition that maybe could have a million or more signatures on it. Send it to every one of your elected officials on the local level, on the state level, and yes, those D.C. occupiers. For it was in 1787 when we the people did ordain and establish the Constitution of the United States of America. Today you ignore its existence and refute its authority. By creating pretend legislation which restricts liberty to the people and demeans the independence of our nation, you have proven yourselves unworthy to represent or lead a free people. And then I would go on to we do people do now petition thee with demands, not suggestions for your transgressions as elected leaders have created a constitutional crisis that is causing great pain and suffering to the people of this nation of the United States of America. You have deliberated, deliberate, deliberately devalued the currency. Our currency. You have broken this nation financially. You have weakened this nation militarily. You have forced indoctrination of our people that goes against the very core of America and our Christian faith. You have allowed human trafficking and suffering. You've allowed drug trafficking and death. You have encouraged crime and violence. These are just drafts here that I am coming up with. They have a... a, Upon the ignoring of the Constitution of the United States of America, you have written laws and regulations and such that go against our Bill of Rights. This is vital to the restoration of a constitutional republic and the strength of this nation. Again, these demands are not suggestions to be thrown to the side. These must be executed as quickly as possible in order to bring peace and honesty and justice back to America. And then we will start listing them. I just kind of threw some things out. Paper ballots only. The impeachment of Donald J. Trump. Both of them should be rescinded and apologies begin Then to we the people. The January 6th tapes must be released to all people. To all media, and I think maybe they could just play the entire footage over and over and over again on C-SPAN. No more climate change agenda spending and no more greedy subsidies, green subsidies, excuse me. I think it's just a beginning, and we will get there. But I'm telling you, folks, what's going on has got to be stopped. And there's only – there's not going to be a John Wayne savior. Rooster Cogburn is not going to come save us, and neither is Superman. It's gonna to have to be we the people, and Daniel Turner with Power of the Future because he is with us, and I know he's with us all the way. Daniel, how are you doing today?
1: Hey Beth, Ann, thank you for having me on.
3: What do you think? A petition we can get signed with a million people?
1: Oh, think we could do that. <laughs> hopefully, tens of millions. Hopefully, well, hopefully, hundreds of millions of people because it's it's in our DNA. Exactly what you said, and and. And there are lots of efforts to do things like this. There's the uh, states' rights convention that that, that people talk about. Um, you know, there are a lot of the, the, the MAGA movement is rooted in that as well. So, yes. so I, I do think this is the direction we're heading in. It's just sad that it had to take so much um, pain inflicted on us by our government for Americans to wake up.
3: Well, you know, that's what George Washington said. It's the marvel of all history is the patience with which men and women will submit to burdens unnecessarily laid upon them by their government. Mm-hmm. And maybe we've reached that point of that breaking point and said enough's enough. You know, like the mother said, I have had enough, you know, when the kids are just going crazy. But it's uh, it just keeps going on and on. And I know I've seen some of your tweets and things, you know, just stupidity, the ignorance, the. The evil—they just keep pushing and forcing it at us. And you know, it was—I was, was gonna—I thought of you when I read this article yesterday. And it is John Kerry. He's going after the farmers now, the independent, the small farmers. He's going after them. And uh, that being you nowadays, you know, he's—but the real agenda is, as you know, they don't want any of us to own land. They want to own it all. So he well, gives up all that. he gives John all these Carey green ideas. So we,
1: What's that? We, of course, he, John Kerry is an expert farmer, so we take <laughs> his 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 advice and his counsel. Um, mm-hmm. So you know he, but what he says we should really listen to because he's been doing this his whole life. It's one of the amazing things about the the left and about uh, even elected officials sometimes on the right or politicians. Is oh yes, the absolutely. They they develop that they think they become experts on everything um john terry's a great example he's now talking about farming you you want to say at what point do you do you recognize i don't really know anything about farming you know if you ask me right now about hockey i, I would like to think i'd be honest enough to say you know what beth ann i can't do a segment on hockey because i don't really know <laughs> anything i never followed it i don't play it um so but not if you're john Kerry. farming absolutely i know everything about farming the electric grid? electric Absolutely, I know everything about it. Foreign policy, domestic policy, doesn't matter. John Kerry knows everything about it, and he'll try to convince you he does.
3: Well, he only knows the bad stuff. He doesn't know any good stuff. I mean, he's just, <laughs> you know, he's say, just saying how terrible agriculture is and how we've ruined the climate. We've ruined the, the planet. It's like, uh, what is the size of your middle waist? You know, what is the size of that waist there? Because I'm pretty sure he didn't get that physique from eating bugs. But that's what they want us to do. I hear the music. <laughs> I do want to talk about this, and some of the subsidies and things that are going out there and they just they just keep hammered at us and I don't know why everybody's buying into it. you know we've got the Waltons buying into it and and not the Walton yeah, the walton sam walton we've got the Walton's buying into it all these mega corporations, these beer companies these they they're pushing the rainbows at us, and it doesn't mean what the rainbow's supposed to mean, but anyway. I want to talk about that when we come back. I want you to give me some power in the future. <laughs> You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann with Daniel Turner, Power of the Future, their sponsor of the show. We appreciate them so much, and we will be right back. And we have returned. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. Um, I want you to kind of go with whatever's really on your mind today. I uh, had, a, my husband was talking to me about some things that uh, he had read about um, nickel. And I don't know if what you know about the mining of nickel, but he said there's a shortage of nickel. There's going to be, and of course they need this for the batteries, so I thought I would ask mm-hmm. you about it. And they get this in Indonesia, and I guess they're just destroying the land to get this nickel so we can have these nice, clean batteries. And uh, what's the residue that's left through this process, I guess, is pretty poisonous. And uh, so they don't know what to do with it. Anyway, they've destroyed farmland and rivers, and I, I didn't know if you knew anything about that or not.
1: Um, I'm not an expert definitely on nickel, but on mining in general, I can say that metal uh, mining, metal extraction, is a very carbon-intensive process, to use their favorite buzzword. Um, (laughs) It requires an awful lot of earth-moving, an awful lot of fossil fuel material. It has an awful lot of waste product. Now, there's a way to do it responsibly, and we've been doing that in America for a very, very long time. But when you find it in the third world... You don't worry about disposing of waste properly. You don't worry about groundwater contamination, and so it's unsurprising that that's why mining companies look for the third world to, to open their mines on, because all that costs money. Uh, all that comes out of your your bottom dollar if you have to, you know, put together um, um, treatment facilities and you have to build a uh, certain site zones that you can put your 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 ash et cetera or your, your tailings they call it them. The material that's left over when you mine uh, and you remove, like, the copper or the gold or whatever, what's left over of coal is called tailings. Um, all that costs money. And so, of course, let's do it in the Congo. And then, you know what? Let's use slave labor because that's even cheaper. And so, yeah, it's unsurprising they use the third world for these materials, these processes.
3: Well, I. I... Of course, you've talked about this before. It's ironic that they're they're using more of the carbon there that they think is so evil than they would if they just used the fossil fuels. <laughs> they're using more of it there or more. They're doing a filthier thing there than our cars are. Let me put it that way. So anyway. Yeah,
1: absolutely. <laughs> and, and that's one of the points I try to make often, and I'm, and I'm glad you, you, you emphasized it, is we use more fossil fuels to create green products To get rid of fossil fuels than if we just use the fossil fuels directly and and that's kind of logical right whenever you have a middleman processes you're using additional resources so if you can burn coal to make electricity that's a process if you have to burn coal to make solar panels to make electricity well then logic just dictates that you're using more resources because there's an extra step and of course that extra step takes place in china it takes place in sub-Saharan Africa because we need the mineral, the metals and the materials for that coal. So that's when you begin to scratch your head and say, huh, this is just kind of one big lie, isn't it? Like, we're not not using fossil fuels. We're just using them in a different way and convincing ourselves that, that we're somehow being green. But when you dig into it, you realize we're all just lying to ourselves. Well, the government's just lying to us. The Biden administration, the Greens are lying to us. And that makes you wonder, So what's the real goal here? And now people say, take off your tinfoil hat. There's no such thing as a a, a, a World Economic Forum conspiracy. And you're like, well, I think there is.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know, because I lived that, you know, 30 years ago when I worked for Derry Brownfield. And he was talking about it. And everybody claimed he was the guy with the foil hat and, you know, seeing black helicopters and this and that. And, of course, then we find out it's all real and And all that gets swept under the rug, oh, we didn't really say that. oh, that doesn't matter that we lied about that, you know <laughs> and um uh, Rudy and I were talking about something this morning about this petition, what we would put on it, and we didn't We didn't want to be all convoluted like our legislators are when they write you know pages of pages of pages, twelve hundred pages of a bill. We wanted to be quick and to the point, but detailed, <laughs> you know yes. quick and to the point, so we were talking about taxes. I said, well we've got to have some taxes in order to do this and do that. And then he started off on uh on the electric cars don't don't have to pay tax. And then I go to your website. No, yes, I go to your website and it's got this article about uh Governor Abbott and what he's gonna do to the electric vehicles to make them pay their fair share. And I thought that was just kind of you um ironic, so to speak, that we were talking about how are we gonna figure this out, you know, what can they do? Because we've got to be realistic about about things. But, uh, here he is. He's figured it out. He's got, he's going to do, I don't know if it'll work or not, but he's, he's going to, uh, make them pay more for a registration. And I think it's
1: wonderful because, again, we've built our infrastructure on uh, the, the gas tax. That's what's supposed to pay for the roads and bridges. That's why it's also very frustrating. When we have these conversations, we are crumbling roads and bridges. We need an infrastructure bill. And you say, well, what about all the money we've been paying in the gas tax? Where does that seem to go? Right? How come we never have any money for roads and bridges, the maintenance of them, when, boy, oh, boy, there are certain states you drive through that every road has a toll, every bridge has a toll, and then you pay your gas tax. And yet we never seem to have money for roads and bridges. But aside from that, but one of the advantages of having the EV is that you forego those taxes, Well, what about fair share? So I'm glad Governor Abbott is saying, well, you know, we can play the fair share game multiple ways. They keep saying you don't pay your fair share. Okay, well, if you want to have this conversation, let's talk about fair share. So I applaud the governor for making this decision.
3: Yeah, I thought it was uh, uh, pretty ingenious, and I thought it was ironic that that came up this morning. Is And we also mentioned this morning, well, you know, we pay all these taxes, and it's supposed to be for infrastructure, and yet I don't think there's any state that doesn't have crumbling roads and need bridges replaced or repaired. And, uh you know, maybe not all of them, but a lot of them, you know. We, I don't think there's any state that doesn't have an area that's that's suffering. And uh we all know in the state of Missouri, this is years ago, we passed this. This uh, bill that they wanted um, that was supposed to fix our roads. And and the Missourians voted for it because, yes, our roads needed fixed. And then the state decided to give raises to the Uh. higher up. And the Uh. roads, we only got a few roads fixed and then it stopped. And the people in Missouri have been angry ever since i think it was proposition a i think that's what it was or b something like that at that time and this was probably in the 80s and uh people were angry about it and it uh, and so even now every time they bring one back up we go well, wait a minute we we've been down that road before and so yeah. people aren't so now they're getting to where the older ones are gone and the younger ones don't realize what happened and and they will Go ahead and vote for it, or they'll sneak it in some other way. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we well, need to petition one of the things these I love folks. About
1: your petition and why I think it's deeply within our DNA is, is we're the only government that was created or the only constitution that was written to limit government. It's one of the reasons why I, I really disliked philosophically um, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. May she rest in peace. Uh, obviously, yes. she was a liberal on every issue. I disagreed with her on the life issue. But at her core, she talked about how the American Constitution was flawed, and she loved the South African model. She said South Africa had the world's greatest constitution because it talked about all of the responsibilities of government to its people. That is so un-American because our Constitution says what government can't do because our founders were petrified of government. They didn't want a government responsible for your Insert all the things they're responsible for now, right Healthcare, care, uh, education. Uh, now we argue about how much lunch and dinner we give kids at school. We don't even say, well, maybe we're not supposed to be giving kids lunch and dinner at school, maybe they shouldn't maybe they're not even supposed to be giving them school <laughs> so so we've expanded what government does so much and created such dependency that we've lost that spirit that the founders wanted, and that's why I love this petition. I don't want government responsible. To do things for me, because then if they get to pick and choose, look at the school, look at the things they're teaching our kids in school. That's what you get when government's in charge. You get you get pornography. Look at what they what they give us with health care. Well, that's what what you get uh, when government's in charge of your health care. So I love the idea of your petition, because ultimately, Americans have that self-reliance in their DNA. They just need to come back and find it.
3: And, and, you know, the petition has to be distinct. We can't be generalizing. We have to be distinct and, uh, with, with some detail, but not thousands of pages. It shouldn't be that. And so we're going to try and get her done. And I hope my people that are listening react. And I hope everybody orders one. And, and I mean, it'll be free, but get one. And then, and then let's, uh, let's start getting them signed in our local communities and on up and, and see what we can do. And then I said when they send them out, they need to be sent to everyone. So it's going to cost everybody a little bit of copying. Send them to everyone because they all need to know, we the people, we demand this. It's not a suggestion. Yeah. It's time to bring America back home. Anyway, let's talk about what's going on with some of these things and, uh, and what's happening. Because, like I said, they just keep getting crazier and crazier. And <laughs> I don't know. The Dodgers are pretty disappointing. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann with Daniel Turner, Power of the Future. I'm so proud of him. And all that he does to bring America home as the power of the future. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. We'll be right back. For such a time as this, Queen Esther was put in place by God to save her people. You have that same obligation now. Will you humble yourselves and pray, ask forgiveness and trust in our God to heal our land and bring America home?
4: For
2: centuries, those who raise, breed and work with animals have been revered and lauded for what they do. With a membership to the Cavalry Group, membership provides immediate access to their team to protect law-abiding animal owners and animal enterprise against unwarranted search and seizure and false claims. They also work to protect their members' interests legislatively at the local, state, and federal levels. Get the shield that protects you, your animals, and your property. Join the Cavalry Group today. Call 855-748-4210 or go to their website at thecavalrygroup.com. There's nothing wrong with global communication. Public use without just compensation. However, global governance says private ownership of land contributes to social injustice. Public control of land use is indispensable. Learn more now. A short course in global governance is only $750. Visit our online store at csctalkradio.com or send $750 to PO Box 73, California, Missouri, 65018 for your A Short Course in Global Governance.
3: And we have returned to listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We, we saw this article that you tweeted out, the explosion of the AP climate change stories following an $8 million environmental grant. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm going to let you tell this story. <laughs>
1: you know, it is not uncommon in in the media landscape that if you have a famous name, and you believe in a certain cause, you can get a contribution to use your name and write an op-ed. So I could approach former president, insert name, right, and say, hey, Mr. Former President, this is important to us. I think you would agree with this piece. Would you write an op-ed and put it in the New York Times and we'll make a small contribution to your... It's not uncommon. It's it's, it's not at all. But it's always understood it's an op-ed. It's this person's opinion and you're, and you're contributing for their opinion. Fine. The Associated Press received an $8 million grant to write news stories about climate change. It's not their opinion, right? This is what we see as fact. This is when you open up the New York Times wow. and you read an article that says, you know, explosion off the coast of Iran, four people killed. And you, well, is that an objective news story? Or did someone get paid to write that? And so we've never paid the media for their opinion pieces. They make a salary, of course, but, but their journalism was never up for sale. But that's changed now. And the reason why the Associated Press says this is fine is because climate change is so urgent and so important that they just accepted a bunch of money, $8 million to be precise, so that they could hire all bunch of new reporters and they could have a concentrated effort to focus on climate change. Now, all I am asking, and I went on a small Twitter rampage this morning because I found it just so amazing, is that if I offered the Associated Press eight million dollars to write stories about the importance of Beth Ann and CSC Talk Radio and, and rural American voices, would they take the money? Right? Do you think they would? Do you think they would take eight million and one dollars from Power <laughs> the Future to write stories, news stories? about the importance of the fossil fuel industry. And we know the answer to that, of course, on the being of wouldn't do it. So
3: yeah.
1: it, it makes you say, anytime you read a news story about climate change, someone paid for it. it it's just absolute propaganda at this point. And, and if we allow that to continue, then the news is up for sale. And you can get an article that says why we must invade Iran to protect the world order, and you say, well, well, okay, that was just paid for by Northrop Grumman and why you need to eat more corn syrup for your heart. And that's paid for by the people of Iowa corn industry and why you need to take the vaccine except, oh, they already did that one, right? Pfizer already paid all the money for that one. So, so if the news is up for sale, Beth Ann, then, then now I get it. Your show has sponsors. I am a proud sponsor of your show, but we are sharing our opinions. And we are sharing – uh, we share a lot of facts, but we make no bones about it. Like, this is what we believe, and we want people to hear these things. But, boy, but, oh, boy, if you can buy the front page of the New York Times for an $8 million grant, then there is no truth. There's but, only money.
3: I'll and say uh, that,
1: we just need more of it.
3: You back up your opinion with facts. And yeah, I try to sure, do I that. Do but I am – I'm at the – uh At the mercy of some of these others, where do I get my facts? How do I know that's a fact? But we knew a long time ago that these institutions, these science, uh, scientists that were going along with climate change were all, every single one of them were getting government grants to find what the government wanted them to find. To come to the conclusion they wanted them to come to.
1: Absolutely, and if you lose if you lose that objectivity, if you lose that true, unbiased nature of of of, of investigative journalism, of Absolutely. studies, of white papers, well, then we're in really bad shape, right? It, it's the same that we saw um, a, a couple weeks ago when the news started blowing up about gas stoves. Uh, you can't have a gas stove. The fumes coming from a gas stove are toxic. Uh, they're particularly <laughs> toxic to, to children of color. And you'd say, well, like, that seems like the craziest study in the world. And you realize the group that funded the study is just a radical environmental group. So it's not a study. It's all just made up. They, they got a grant, and they found whatever data they wanted. And, and so, so what is truth, then, if it's totally well, I think the, the thing that bothers me the most is that journalists used to, or maybe they didn't. Maybe I'm kidding myself. I like to think journalists used to have that sense of integrity to say, look, as much as I would love the $8 million, buddy, I stand by my profession, and I am not going to compromise my search for the objective truth for $8 million. But I think we've lost that, because the medical industry will tell you now that it's essential to transition your child, Uh, and then you find out, well, oh, how much money are they getting from these trans groups? Or the medical industry will tell you, that it's absolutely essential to to take this vaccine. And then you say, oh, Pfizer's paying them to to say that. Okay, now it all makes sense. So it's really just tragic. The loss of of objective truth is the downfall of of Western society. Now we just have Mao's little red book where this is what the the, the central party says. And if you disagree with that, we will lock you up. And that's where Riley Gaines is one of the champions now on our team.
3: Awesome. Well, you know... um... They come up with this stuff, and this science of climate change, it's settled. That science settled, but biology apparently is an open book. I mean, you can write anything you want in biology these days. And this (laughs) racist stuff has become so absurd. So Rudy was telling me, read something the other day, that somebody came out, toilets are racist.
1: Oh, you didn't know that?
3: (laughs) I didn't know that. (laughs) I had to use an outdoor potty for a while, and I didn't like it. So I think toilets are luxury. I don't know that they're racist or not. They didn't care what color my behind was. I, <laughs> I don't know. It's just, why yeah. would somebody even say something like that? It's just so stupid. Just, and it's, it is. Anyway. It is.
1: And if you can just finance a group, finance the results that you want, Now you can say anything you want, and you can get, quote-unquote, experts to back you up. It's quite literally what the FBI did with the Hunter Biden laptop story. They leaked it to the New York Times and said, we think it's Russian disinformation. The New York Times wrote a story saying it's Russian disinformation, and then the the FBI cited the New York Times article and said, look, even the Times says it's Russian
2: disinformation.
1: It's and just, then you realize, oh, it's all up for grabs. So we just need more money, Beth Ann. Get, let's get our contributors together and we'll raise $8 million and $1, and we can buy the Associated Press.
3: And the so-called journalist that got the Pulitzer Prize winning uh, award because she wrote a whole bunch of lies. Yes, and, exactly. and nothing's going to be rescinded on that, but they should be because, you know, it's they attacked Donald Trump, but it's really we the people that they went after. And mm-hmm. I, I don't think the American people are taking it personal enough. That's just my opinion, but no, it is an opinion. because
1: the ones who should be taking it more personally are are the, your great audience right now. And what are they doing? They're working. Yes, I'm sure. Some of them are are in machinery, working on the fields on their farm. Some of them are long haul truckers. Some of them are working their business from home. We don't have time to to, to fight back to a certain extent because we're busy. We're we're keeping the country afloat. And that's why the left has to buy their activists. They have to buy their, their politicians. Um, and, and, boy, when, when, when our Lord said money is you know, uh, <laughs> was evil, he was not joking, because you look at the richest people in the world, and a lot of them tend to be genuinely evil, from Bill Gates to George Soros to Jeff Bezos. Uh, boy, oh, boy, is did the Bible teach us about the evils of money.
3: It's the love of money. And, uh, they do love their money and they flaunt it. I read something the other day. I'm not trying to start rumors, folks. I just read this the other day, just a little snippet of it. Somebody asked, uh, Gates about, um, what, uh, um, Epstein had said about him. I, apparently he was blackmailing him. He goes, well, he's dead, isn't he? And I, whoa, he said it out loud on in a tweet or something. It's like, oh my gosh. And of course, Attorney General Barr he didn't want to investigate that. So, yeah, we're, we're in a mess, and I, I unfortunately believe we've been there for a long time, but your people, my people, we're the ones. We're the ones that are really being attacked, and we're the ones that are going to have to fight back, and uh, maybe that's what the Lord meant about putting down your plow chair shares. Your plow, you know what I'm saying, shears. Anyway, going into a break, you're listening to CSC Talk Radio with Power the Future, Daniel and Beth Ann. We'll be right back.
0: Have you heard about vine-to-bar chocolate? It's the winemaker's chocolate, the world's first chocolate made with well-vined Chardonnay Mark from the beautiful coastal vineyards of North America. Gently pressed grapes are harvested after juicing, dried and finely milled, and carefully blended into the finest dark chocolate.
2: people that call today will get a free tax consultation worth $500. Stop worrying about your IRS problem. We can help you. We promise. Call the tax doctor right now. I mean right now to learn more. 800-668-2493. 800-668-2493. 668 2493 That's 800-668-2493.
3: And we have returned. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. I'm going to kind of turn this over to you. Um, you know, just the hour does go very, very fast. And and uh, Rudy showed me that you texted about all that's going on. And, and you know, <laughs> well, we laugh so because much it, we laugh because it's so absurd. But again, he's got the Dodgers, the Nazi flag at the White House. He said, "My son died in Iraq." So much to talk about, you know. And also, also. You know this young girl that just lost the track meet to a boy. I mean, yes. it's why in the world do American people put up with this stuff?
1: The the pushback that I want to encourage all of your listeners to 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 use when they talk about trans issues for children, um, and this is my go to, and I'm very proud of it, and I think it works. First off, it is not unreasonable to ask for the legal age of adulthood for someone to do something that they want to to their body. That is not an unreasonable standard. Um, And proof of that is that if you as a mom or a dad let your 14-year-old just try a couple cigarettes, you could have your kids taken from you. Now, don't get me wrong. I had my first cigarette at 14, but my parents didn't give it to me. You you sneaked around, didn't you? (laughs) (laughs) But, But that's an honest thing, right? If you said, well, look, look, my eighth grader, he really wants to be a smoker, and he wants to try whiskey, so I gave him some, and it's no big deal. So so if, if you can't do that, you can't remove your children's genitalia. Secondly, for teachers who are transitioning their kids without their parents' consent and being called brave, I have another thing that I wish teachers would transition their kids to, Christianity. Baptize mm. your kids without their parents' consent and see how people respond. And say, look, the kid identified, and he was afraid of his parents' He was afraid they would judge, so we just baptized little Johnny in private, and he's been living (laughs) as a Christian just in the classroom. (laughs) See how the media would respond. Oh, my gosh. And so those are the things that you can use for all of your liberal friends who are like, well, when it comes to the trans issue, adulthood, not an unreasonable standard, smoking and drinking, baptism. Wonderful thing right there. Second thing that's driving me up a wall, Beth and I have to go in order, I was lucky enough to never have a family member that I knew die in the war. I have mm. ancestors who died in wars yes. that I never met. But I, we, we were not a military family. Um, and We never had a lost one die in the war. There are many of your listeners right now who lost Dude. children, parents, siblings, in our many, many battles. For this man, as the commander-in-chief, to continue to tell audiences my son died in Iraq, I think is genuinely an impeachable offense because the, the duty you have as commander-in-chief, uh, the, the lie of that stolen valor, if, if you pretend you're a, a, a wounded a, a wet, a vet a, a, a Purple Heart and you park in that parking spot, you can be arrested. And this man tells people, he told Marines, who for some reason are stationed in Japan, I don't know why, but they're there, tens of thousands of them. He told Marines, we lost our son Bo in, in Iraq. That is a level of evil that yes. that I find genuinely impeachable, and as the commander-in-chief, even more so. And, of course, the media, dead silent. when When April Ryan, the White House correspondent, didn't think Sarah Huckabee Sanders really made that pecan pie, it led the news for three days, and she had to make another one and bring it to the White House to prove that she could make a pecan pie. And where's April Ryan right now? Where's the White House Correspondents Association saying, I'm sorry, um, mm-hmm. Karine Jean-Pierre, I have to ask, why does the president claim his son died in Iraq when we all saw his funeral and he died of a, of a, of a brain tumor that wasn't remotely related of the war so they try
3: to say it well, was but since biden has that problem too he's had brain surgery and uh you know so it's probably something hereditary you know we have because this is a small community and maybe it's that way in others but i i don't know that it is but we have a highway that has the name leon durap because this young man died in battle and um you know we remember him we remember those. We've got, we just, when you come back, we've got a new memorial here in this little town that has all the vets' names on it, uh, including the ones who died. My dad's names on it. He, he, he didn't pass away. He didn't, he didn't die, obviously, in World War II, but they have all of them on there. My brother from Vietnam's on there. Rudy's on there. He served. And uh, so many names here from these small communities mm-hmm. that actually served. And this president, not just his lies about Bo, his lies about everything, but what he did in Afghanistan. And we still have people over there that we can't get back. Yeah. And, uh, and
1: it's Memorial Day next this weekend. Coming up is Memorial yes, Day weekend. Is. And we have a whole day dedicated to their memory. Absolutely. And he has the gall for political points or for just his own Walter Mitty psychosis to tell people that my son died in Iraq. It's just so deplorable.
3: Well, you're absolutely right, and it's time that the American people – I wrote a substack yesterday, said <laughs> – because everybody keeps telling us the right and the left. You just, We just need to move on. Forget about those 2016 and 2020 and 2022 elections. We just got to move on. Well, we keep mm-hmm. moving on with their lies. We keep moving on with everything, and we're not moving on. We're moving down, and and it's time that we said, no, we're not going to move on. We're going to demand this be taken care of now. They're not going to fix it the next election. They never fix it the next election. Talking about election no. fraud, and uh, the same goes with all these lies. And, you know, I said America doesn't really know. not we, we don't care about Santos. He's just another politician lying. We care about the whole picture of what's happened to this country, and absolutely uh, this this thing with the fossil fuel and the green movement and uh, climate change. It's all it's a big lie to stop. Well, it's actually – I don't think they really want to stop fossil fuel. I think they want to take it over. That's what I think. They want to take it over.
1: It's all about government. And look, come full circle. Back to your petition. And that's why we need the petition because because it's all about government taking over more aspects of your life – So they can control more of your life. They can control your electricity. They can control your movements in a vehicle because it's tied to the grid. Yes. Just like they can control your health care, what your kids learn. And boy, look at how they fight when you try to push back. Look at what they call your parents domestic terrorists when they try to take back control of their kids' lives from the government. Once you lose a right to the government, you never get it back.
3: Well, I'm going to tell you what, It's, it's time that the American people stop being so patient. And allowing these usurpations and these burdens put upon us unnecessarily by our government. We the people, the Constitution Republic, means we are the government. And somehow, some way down the road, we got to thinking they were the government and they're not. And it's time we took it back. That's that's just my opinion. It's time we took it back. We started making sense. And we started energizing America in every which way (laughs) that we can to bring America home. God bless you. You have a great Memorial Weekend. Uh, Take care of everybody there, your sheep, and all all the people you love. And uh, we'll have you back here in a couple of weeks, Daniel. Thank you so. Thank you. Maybe Friday, baby Friday. Thank you. Have a great rest of the week. You've been listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We've had Daniel Turner, Power of the Future. He is a sponsor of the show, but more importantly. He's an American who cares about you. It's time we all cared and bring America home. Home.
5: CSC Talk Radio's goal is to bring America home. That includes you and your business. Radio is a powerful way to brand your company and increase your profits. Find out how to join CSC Talk Radio, help educate and activate America, and grow your business at the same time. That's 573-796-2166. Or send an email to beth at csctalkradio.com.